0: or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. Welcome back to A Duff Said Live. Rochester Adams was a winner tonight at Lake Orion. The Highlanders win 42 to 21. Here to talk about that uh, Highlander victory is head coach Tony Petrito. Coach Petrito, thank you so much for making the time tonight. I really appreciate it. Congratulations on a good road win this evening.
1: Thank you. It's uh, you know, we we were a little inconsistent early, but we got together, especially early in the second half and pulled away.
0: I was following this game throughout the evening and I saw that you guys had put together a pretty sizable lead and I know they came back late to score. So how thrilled are you that you guys were able to bounce back after last week's loss to Clarkston?
1: Well, you're gonna love this stuff. I think last week was your fault because you were not.
0: I was dead. gonna say that.
1: God dang it. So no Duff Karma. I'm blaming you.
0: Well, you know, I think what I'm it was I,
1: I I take that back. We suck last week. <laughs>
0: You know what? That's what I always uh, appreciate about you. You tell it like it is. You you don't <laughs> hold anything back when it is required to give it as bluntly as you can. Yeah. But I was going to say it was my fault. I'm accepting the blame for that loss because I mentioned that regular season winning streak and I jinxed you guys. My wife always tells me when I bring it up, she's always like, well, now they're going to lose because you brought it up. Yeah, so it, it was my fault.
1: Right, we, we got her back tonight, and I'm real proud of the boys. Uh, they.
0: They gutted it out
1: and they responded to the adversity of, of not playing well last week. And I, I'm really, really proud of them.
0: This was your first time coaching against Chris Bell for the first time in many years. What was it like seeing him across the field again tonight?
1: Well, you know, we had, we've had we had so many battles with them um, since 2003 um, and they've been great games and they've had a lot of great players come out of there. And so, you know, when you go there, it's especially when you're playing at Lake Reiner in front of 5,000 people, You better be on your game, you're gonna get whooped. So I have respect for Chris and 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 a lot of his assistant coaches I've known for a long, long time. And when you're as old as me and you get to know these guys, it's you know the mutual respect is great. It's not there's no shenanigans in the game, it's a clean game, no crap talking. Like that's how it's supposed to be in high school football. So I respect Chris for, for that, and I'm proud of our guys too, because that's how it's supposed to look.
0: That's what it's all about in high school football is building those cultures that outsiders that come and see your program for the first time can really appreciate what it is you're trying to do. How did you go about building your culture at Rochester Adams?
1: Well, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I inherited a, a, a team that had won a lot of games every year, and they couldn't get over the hump. They hadn't won a district title ever. Um, so I inherited a competitive group of kids that really wanted to win, and I just kind of changed, you know, the priority system to, to live more in the moment more. And we went from a two-platoon system to – Hey, we're playing our best guys all the time and because we're not a real big school relative to who we play and those two things were the ingredient and the kids just are just grinders our kids work so hard you know we train five days a week in the summer more than probably most other schools because they know they have to outwork people that are maybe a little bigger and more talented so i think that's the culture and i you know i think that as a head coach i need to model you know, humility. And when I make a mistake, for example, you know, I walked into our team meeting last Saturday. I'm like, listen, that's not me. You know, the pick six was my fault. Um, I didn't do my job. Um, and if you, and if you're sincere in that and you model, okay, accountability, but standard, you can have both. You can have accountability and whole kids account accountable, still have standards that are positive. Uh, long answer. I apologize, but it, it takes a lot. And it's a constant battle, but they make it easy for me.
0: Beth. They really do. The kids are great. You have got a great group of kids out there tonight. What was key to getting this victory this evening?
1: Well, as always, Parker made some unbelievable plays. Um, two touchdown passes to Brady. Uh, one was on uh, a fourth and forever, and he just hit him in the back corner of the end zone with a dime. Um, you know, and you know it's it's hit what he does to elongate plays and make people pay for, for mistakes is kind of special. But ultimately, it was everybody. His brother Tate had two touchdowns today. Um, Nick Pater has had another great game. Um, Rockworth senior, I our you know, our senior leadership or offensive line, because they have a really aggressive defense held up, and we kept our defense off the field quite a bit to stop them or to slow them down at least. And I think that's the key. It was a great team effort.
0: With the way Parker throws either a football or a baseball, I'm really nervous for those guys in the SEC when he gets down there to Alabama because he is <laughs> going to put on a show. Yeah, he's special. Like he's he can fling it now, man. He's really gotten good. And who are some of your other impact players tonight? Um,
1: well, DeMarcus
0: Strauss had a big kick return to start the second half, which you know how important
1: that is with field position because we don't like to punt, so allows us to go for it. Um, you know, all of our guys up front on our offensive line, Liam Beatty and Rock Orsini and Parker Bolash, Hassan Murray, big two-way guy, offensive tackles, go check the whole game at 6'5", 240. That takes a lot of guts and a lot of conditioning. Um you know, it's like Broticawa, uh, who's one of our defensive ends, really uh, played well tonight. So, you know, it's a great team effort. Um, Tanner Buck, our linebackers. It's like for us to be the team Lake Orion, our guys that play a lot both ways have to be really solid
0: because they're platooning and that's just a tough way to go. Last year, I think it was the year before, you guys were in the red and then you went to the white and now you're back in the red. Listen,
1: I, the OA is the only conference in the world that realigns every single year. And <laughs> when they do it, it's kind of like, you know, as coaches, you walk in the room and there's this committee of dudes. All right, this is how it's going to be. And it's really kind of interesting. And, you know, I've gotten to the point now, they, whoever they tell us to play, I'm going to play. Like I, some guys really get emotional about realignment. My good friend Scott Merchant at Chip Valley, he and I laugh about it because it's the same thing in the MAC Red, because um, no one wants to play those guys either. Um, we just kind of laugh like, okay, just give me nine games and we're going to go out and do our best to compete because you get worked up about that stuff in your schedule. Because if you want to win a state championship, you have to be somebody good. So, you know, I get worked up.
0: I like that approach because it's like you're going to have to see those guys eventually. If you want to get to the top of the mountain, you got to climb over some people to get there. So it really doesn't matter who is uh, facing you, uh, who's standing in front of you from week in and week out. But I'm curious, does that ever uh, mess with your preparation for going into the season? Or do you just take that same approach as we're just going to play who's ever on the schedule?
1: You know what? We've talked about this before. You know me. I'm old school. Whoever we're playing in the first game, that's all I think about all summer. And its it, I have to do that because if I don't do that, the kids won't do it. And, again, they, they're smart. They see through that stuff. So we were getting ready for St. Mary's, and I, that was my fixation. And then after that, it's the next game. And, you know, for example, I'm already – my mind's thinking about West Boonfield next week. They're undefeated. They're an amazing team. they got talent all over the freaking place. They're going to be pissed because we beat them twice last year. Like, what a great What a great opportunity to play in a game that matters. So as opposed to worrying about it, let's go.
0: Yeah, you ruined uh, what was supposed to be a special night for them last year, and I'm sure they haven't forgotten about that at West Bloomfield.
1: I'm 100% sure of that.
0: (laughs) That was a great matchup that you uh, had with them last year. You had a great couple of wins, and I haven't seen the final on that. I don't know if they beat Clarkson or not. They
1: did by one touchdown. I think it was 35-27 or 35-28, something like that.
0: Yeah, that was a that was a game that looked like West Bloomfield was going to run away with that. But then Clarkston, as they have shown all season, they have the ability to compete with anybody. They actually started to make a run late in that game. So that was a dogfight for them. But looking at what West Bloomfield did, now they put everybody on notice that they're looking to get back to that state championship caliber team they were just a few years ago. How do you contend with that?
1: But well, we gotta take care of our business. We gotta clean up what we're doing, not make mistakes, don't give them easy points, keep possession of the ball, play sound fundamental, all phase football, clean special teams, and do our very best to keep them out of where they like. Um, they're a momentum team, they get going, you're in some serious trouble, and we're gonna fight, we're gonna give them a battle. You know, we gotta be really, really, really close to perfect to win. We know that, but it's attainable if you really work for that standard. So that's what we're gonna try to do. We're gonna go I'm gonna go to work tonight and work on the game plan
0: already. And there will be a show next week, so hopefully I just gave you back the <laughs> Aduff Said Karma. Just looking at where you guys are right now, you are 3-1. and one. What kind of grade would you give your guys up to this point in the season?
1: Well, as a teacher, um, that's a tough one. I would say C+, plus B-, minus. we haven't played four full quarters yet. So um, until we do that, you're not going to get a better grade from me.
0: That's how Tony Petrito grades. There are no curves. There are no easy A's. You have to go out there and earn it. Coach Tony Petrito, thank you so much for making the time this evening. Congratulations on what was a great win for you guys tonight. You defeated Lake Orion 42-21. to You are right there in the thick of things in the OAA red. Big matchup next week. Wish you all the best in that one, sir.
1: All right, Duff. I'll give you a buzz one way or the other.
0: Want more Rochester Adams football? Then head to my website, aduffsaid.com. You can find previous conversations that I've had with Highlanders head coach Tony Petrito. You can also find those conversations by going to Podbean, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.